in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and martial arts master himself, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the new Mortal Kombat movie released by Warner Brothers. This was written by Greg Russo and Dave Callahan and first time directing Simon McCoy. So, Taylor, I think you and I are pretty big Mortal Kombat fans. We played the game in different variations. Mm-hmm. And um, you are, although have the, whether it's an advantage or a disadvantage, you have not seen the original two Mortal Kombat movies. Um, love them or hate them. They are, uh, you know, a product of their time in the 90s. And, you know, kind of that time when there wasn't really that many you know, advances and special effects, Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of mixing what they could, uh, you know, what they could do with either, uh, you know, CGI or with prosthetics or, you know, with the uh, molds and, and, you know, anything like that. So now we're in the era where we have a lot of great CGI and we have a lot more strong filmmaking overall. So this new Mortal Kombat movie, uh, you know, in the CGI era, this is a non-spoiler review. How did it feel for you? You know, First time seeing a kind of a big Mortal Kombat movie on the big screen. I was um, pretty excited. Like you said, having played all the games and certain variations, um, this had what I wanted in a film of Mortal Kombat. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the effects. I enjoyed, I thought the casting was, you know, very well done for these iconic characters that have been around for, you know, almost, you know, well, well over, you know, about 30 years. Uh, and um, I really liked the the effects the cgi was great and it was a film that i wanted to see some gore and fatalities and i got to see that i got to see that which i thought was very very well done now you know when you have a game or a movie based off a video game you know depending on what that game is if the game is called mortal Kombat, it's about people fighting and killing each other there's not going to be much of a plot um you know, with with this, you know, with this film, um, you know, the games are so much kind of, you know, backstory to these characters. You know, this is where a bit of a challenge with the film was in terms of the plot and the pacing, I would say. Mortal Kombat of a video game is about a tournament of warriors from different realms who are competing for essentially the title of, you know, uh, you know, champion, if you will. Ultimate and it's kind of, yeah. you know, as you go through the, the games, it gets more and more about how there's protectors for the earth realm and you know there's the other realms that are more of the dark and you know kind of more of the monster type that are coming and trying to take over you have like you know uh other world and stuff like that nether world and so yeah like you said there's so many characters in these games and there's a lot of backstory and some are connected and some get married and some you know have kids that are end up characters in these games mm-hmm. there's a lot going on but the again the core element is it's a tournament and that was something that was, you know, in the first film of Mortal Kombat was it was really based around this idea of a tournament. And, you know, there's a little bit of the sneaking, you know, the bad guys are trying to cheat and some stuff. But this movie, the flaw of this movie was it was Mortal Kombat, but without the actual tournament. 
it was like a pre-Mortal Kombat. It was like, how do we have the tournament rigged before the tournament happens? Um, both from the bad guys trying to, you know, kill off some of the Earth, uh, you know, warriors before the tournament. And then in turn, the Earth warriors trying to have to figure out better power so that they can survive and, you know, fight these things. So it did kind of flaw the story because we didn't really have like that central just like baseline of like, oh, this is what the movie is based off. It's, it's these warriors going to this tournament in this other place. That didn't happen. And the movie really did try to focus too much on different characters and it didn't really balance it. We had this beautiful, this is not a spoiler, we had a beautiful opening you know, section with our, our Hanzo character who eventually will become Scorpion. That's that's Lore right there. And mm-hmm. Baihan, who of course turns into Sub-Zero. Yeah, before before the movie came out, they released the first seven minutes of the story. They did. That's kind of like a, a teaser trailer, like, you know, see the first scene. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's really wonderful filmmaking and it's a great action sequence and you really get the essence of like, okay, these two guys are, uh, enemies through and through mortal enemies, mortal mortal enemies. And, you know, they play into that throughout the rest of the movies. You really get, even the poster, it's like Scorpion and Sub-Zero kind of molded into one face. You know, you got the, the yellow and the fire on one side and the blue and the ice on the other. But then there's like this introduction of this new character named Cole, who, we learn over time is kind of connected to one of these characters. And so they had to kind of introduce and put in this whole other character that has nothing to do with the lore of the games. And I thought that was a flaw. I didn't think the actor was a bad actor in the movie. No. I just think that they already had a cast of characters to pull from. We didn't need to go this like no, you're, more you're modern right. route with like, oh, it's a new character. And guess what? He is actually the lineage of one of these characters from yeah, and he, and he, you know, you know the classic. He's got a family. I got to protect them and and all that. And you're right. And and with such a gallery of characters for you know years, Mortal Kombat. I mean, with expansion packs and all this, there are so many different characters that they could have pulled any of those other characters. And you know, I would have liked focusing on some of the more core you know Earthrealm characters as they're kind of figuring out their origins. You know, when the trailer when it came out it kind of set up this thing, you know, kind of like paramilitary people, like, oh, there's the, the legends and, and all this more investigating of what it was. And I wanted more of that in the film. And it was kind of teased, but the whole, you know, un- until towards the end, it's a little sloppy and choppy, you know, and, I, you know, a little rhyming aside, it's true, you know, sloppy and choppy is what I would call this first half. Um, so the first half, it just kind of all, you know, the at the nice little beginning and then, kind of were thrown around like oh there's a new character oh this is we need you but there was not like a good structure of you know establishing who the bad guys were and and what they really oh we know they're the bad guys because they're fighting these guys but not more you know i wanted some more backstory of outer world and 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 Mm -hmm. all these other villains um but my kudos my hats off to you know character especially sub-zero he was probably one of the highlights um, and you'll see, you know, Kane, Kano was a great character. Um, other characters that were cast well, Sonya, Sonya Blade, you know, Liu Kang, all these, you know, very well done. But uh, you're right, the plot, you know, doesn't, is, is kind of very stunted. And, and to, ha- to have a new character and this kind of whole plot um, did, did take away from the film where we could have had another hour dedicated to other characters because, um, again, there's so many characters to choose from that they didn't have in this one and 
you know, reading up with the director, he said, I want to focus on this film. I don't want to plan it that, oh, we're going to have sequels and talk about that. But maybe you should have. You know, maybe you, you should have looked at, like, okay, th- I mean, that's what the MCU universe did. They had a plan, and they went through mm-hmm. it. They were like, we're throwing all the dice here. This is going to happen. And guess what? They committed to it. And I'm like, and, and I know, like, the a lot of the characters are um, signed on for several films. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you take the gamble of taking – bit of an artistic approach to material like this which has a huge fan base it already has a lot of lore and all the games as they continue and a lot of the characters keep playing into the story of each game if they get killed they come back into the way so you know obviously the original movie you follow the main character of Luke king that's kind of like your main guy that's kind of what it is for a lot of the games is he's kind of the main hero you you go with and then of course yeah, you get Sonya and you get Jax and Kung Lao. And, you know, it kind of goes into that direction. But it, it was true. Them going to go with this whole other character, maybe to be like, we don't want to follow the pattern of what happened before. Um, I don't know if it's going to work to their to, to the betterment of this film or not. And if this film, you know, it's still coming out, at, you know, as the pandemic is still happening, um, you know, more movies are open now. More theaters are showing things. And so... And, Which is a very fitting film because everyone's... Most people are wearing masks in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a great uh, pandemic film. Um, but, you know, it's like, I don't know if it's going to have enough gas in it to hit enough to the point where it'd be like automatically great Rhonda number two. Um, now, Joe Taslim, who plays Sub-Zero, uh, has already been said, I guess he's signed on for up to four more. Um, so who knows, you know, with these movies, it's sometimes they only need so much. And the thing that this movie might benefit from was it was a low budget. Uh, it was only 55 million for this movie. <laughs> so they, they could it, exceed it that. showed it showed in some ways and in other ways it didn't like, you know, I thought overall the, the special effects were pretty good. Um, definitely the, the plus of this film, the thing that you come to watch is the fighting. Uh, you know, there's some great fights. They did not skimp on the gore. And then, yes, this is the first real Mortal Kombat film to feature fatalities and the gore. And they did not disappoint. Uh, I found myself, you know, even though sitting there with my mask on, slightly shouting, you know, like, oh, yeah, just because it felt great <laughs> yeah. to watch that. Um, it was intense. And, it, it, you know, that's that's kind of the fun of the games is that they are they are pretty skill-based with how you do each move set, but the fatalities and the gore element is what makes it so like, it's so ridiculous, but it's funny in a way. Like it's so out there and dark and gory, yeah. but it also well, is humorous. And speaking you know? of humor, I mean, you know, again, another couple, you know, bonus things of this where they do have a couple good nods to the um, original source material and even the games. Like there's one, you know, it's not a, a spoiler, but he's like, you gonna keep doing that move? <laughs> He's like, you know, classic. We're playing Mortal Kombat. Everyone wants to do the kick move, mm-hmm. you know, multiple times, and everyone, you know, hates that. So there was a little bit of like, you know, kind of, you know, talking about the movies and then the games. So I thought that was, you know, really, you know, good. But uh, for an origin story, it, it, you know, again, it was kind of bogged down by that plot. But you know, I'm, I'm hoping to see. I'm really hoping that the franchise could continue because I would love to see a whole. Um, you know, MKU and, uh, you know, MK universe. Um, that would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. There would never be, I don't think these characters would, would be greenlit to have like, you know, their own solo movies or anything, but. Although they have talked about Johnny Cage having a solo film. 
which I think is a waste. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a waste. I want Sub Zero. Johnny Cage. Johnny. Cage, well, no, it's just that Johnny Cage, the character is such an annoying character. Like that's his thing is that he's kind of an annoying prick, yeah. and then he kind of you know learns to become a good guy. That I think just doing a movie by himself wouldn't work because you like all these characters work better because they're all connected whether it's good guys or bad guys or in between um but i think i do the director you know for the budget he was given for first time directing and for the source material he had a good eye for a lot of the visualization of the characters and like some of these sets and some of the landscapes and like there was you know a few shots here and there of like outer world and like uh you know alluding to some bigger villains and like other things and so i'm like I would like to see what he could do with maybe a more, you know, a more concise plot or a plot that makes a little more sense, especially if like, if it's leading to like, all right, now it's the actual, like going to an Island and doing mortal combat, kind of more like how the first movie was. I feel like he has a good eye for it. And he kind of took things in a new direct and, you know, direction that wasn't, you know, copying what we've seen before. And, you know, if the first movie was only 55 million, I mean, imagine, in a sequel that was given 100 million or 150 million you know more of a, a really what what we're used to for big action movies nowadays that's a very low budget for a movie like this so i hope we get a sequel um i think you could do a lot with a sequel these characters um are timeless and a lot of them were left you know leading up to potential sequels so uh i hope we see some more Mortal combat and what they would do with it especially with a bigger budget and uh, the cast they have and some new characters along the way. So uh, overall, it's not the the best thing on the planet, but it was a fun time, even if I do think, yeah, would you say sloppy and choppy is definitely this this film. It's fun, but it's sloppy and choppy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll 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 see what happens. But again, yeah, you can now see Mortal Kombat uh, in on HBO Max or in theaters. And that is, of course, this was this week's Potential Pick. Flawless victory. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.